Process Podcast episode 496, and it's Halloween. Mm. Hello, how is Halloween something you say like Happy Halloween, or you just say, Oh, it's uh, Halloween? Happy Halloween, yeah. Happy Halloween, that's fair. I said that to my landlord when I sent the rent. I like sent a note along with my rent. I was like, Happy Halloween. I don't even know if he does Halloween. I don't know if he's got kids or anything. Probably just sits at home and doesn't do Halloween. Rolls in his money. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I try not to make assumptions. He seems like a good guy, but... Landlord at the end of the day. Still. I wouldn't mind being a landlord if I like if I had <gasps> an income property and it was, it was paying well. Part of me feels like as soon as you become a landlord, you devolve into some kind of a, like a specific mindset. I'm, I'm obviously not accusing anyone of anything, but I feel like that's a, that's a stigma. Yeah, not accusing, yeah. but like... You kind of have it's to more be a common little evil. Yeah, it's more common than not. I mean, like, honestly, I would do the same thing. Like, I would not want to deal with someone else's problems, even if I happen to own the property. But neither here nor there. Uh, do you have any big Halloween plans for today other than this? No, I wish it was, you know, not on a Monday. That is a weird thing cold rainy monday it's foggy as all shit outside yeah that i like but i wish it was like a i wish it was like a friday you know oh yeah you can like 100 be all foggy and get comfy and you know watch some scary movies or do something and just like pass out and yeah. not have to go to work the next day that'd be kind of sick oh yeah work the next day is gonna suck for sure so remember in was it fourth year when Olive came over or we went to school, we did school in the day and like work during the day and stuff. And then we, our plan was to just watch spooky movies. And then I think Olive was at Selena's or something. And then she ended up coming over and we watched, uh, what did we watch? We watched hereditary. I remember that, but that was at like four in the morning three in the morning i think um i, I no i think we watched hereditary and after we watched something less scary because hereditary is fucked. Oh, yeah that was a pretty messed up movie <laughs> that Not movie is messed up that was a good halloween though that was fun yeah it was fun it was really cold one really cold it halloween. was i remember that i got a snapchat memory today from halloween when we were in fourth year and it's you and i you're wearing your jean jacket and we're in patrick burke's class mm. uh for the that the thesis report class oh my god cat i swear to god do not walk on the laptop do not continues to walk uh, on the laptop. continues to walk on the laptop i just don't want him to like hit a button on the laptop and then like stop the recording then I have to like start a new one all over again. Mm. It's just it, it, it would be it would be unfortunate if that if that did happen, but it didn't. So good things. Would you not bite me, please? 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, my plan is after we do the podcast, I'm going to uh, chillax, put some shorts and a t-shirt on, and I'm going to watch Dracula. Mm. That's the vibe. That's the vibe that we're going for. I watch it about every four months just to be awesome. That's a big vibe. I haven't, uh, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't watched that in a little while. No, I would, I would recommend, especially on the spookiest of all spooky days, Halloween. Yeah, I haven't watched it it in like, you know, this month. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay, that's fair. You watch it every month. Nah, not really every month, but. Watch it easy. I tried to. Yeah, we watched um, uh, Alien on the weekend. Mm. Classic. I forgot how much I loved that movie. Yeah, and I was like, Justine had never seen it, so I'm like giving her the commentary. I'm like, this is, you know, how they made that big spaceship. And she's like, I'm gonna guess they made a model of it and they shot it in the camera, like you said they did when you told me about it last time. I'm like, you're darn right. There was that. Then uh, like the condoms for the the lips on the on the xenomorph oh, and right right yeah classic what a time classic there's a few other instances model making too. solution classic <laughs> model making solution just whatever works there were a few other things but I don't remember oh the lights inside the helmet and just how that wouldn't really work wouldn't be practical no because you just blind yourself you just blind yourself. Unless you have lights on the outside of the helmet facing away, but that was not the case. But still a good movie, still fantastic, and uh, a good time. Did you uh, did you get up to anything uniquely interesting over the course of the weekend? Uh, not really. No. Tbh, not really. I um I went to go see if I can get my film developed. I went to Henry's and then decided not to do it there. So. What made you decide that? It was like, it was like obviously like they're like yeah we we don't do it we send it out so they outsource yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like they said like estimated like four week wait time. Oh wow! And you don't get your negatives back. Really? And I'm like, that's not ideal to me because I want the negatives back. That's weird that they won't give it. <coughs> yeah, because I can just outsource it. They don't want to pay for like whoever they outsource it to to like ship it back, right? Yeah, yeah. They're just like, I just ship it, and then they just throw it out. I'm like, no, I don't want yeah. someone just to have my fucking negatives. Yeah, what if there's a what if you got a naughty little pick on there? That, but also like, they're mine. I want them. I want to keep them. Things the very nostalgic. I remember as a kid, like. My granddad giving old like rolls of film and just like holding it up to the sky and looking at it. It was just cool. I'm like, I want them. Yeah, you I want to keep the them. image in it. Just in case you wanted to like rescan them later on too, or for some reason, or mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. I feel I feel like the like it's part of the whole process of having and using a film camera is getting the negatives. And it, yeah, and it feels a little. Like you're missing out on part of the whole experience if you get rid of it. Hmm. I like that way of thinking. That's very. That's pretty. You fair. know. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want. I don't want to get rid of it. I want it. So. And thus, you made the decision to not not get them developed there. Yeah, and then I asked 
I asked Ben, I was like, next time you're going down, can I give you them? And he's like, yeah. So Dope. next time he's going to the place awesome. downtown, I'm just going to give him my film and he's going to drop it off there for me and stuff. So, you know what? We could, and I have no idea where this place is, um, but we're going, we're going to the AGO and not this weekend, but the weekend after. Isn't that correct? I honestly don't know. Okay. Fair enough. That'll be a question for Is then. Um, but say that's the case. That's the weekend of November 12th is the Saturday. Could bring it down with us then. <coughs> if it's yeah. close by. I don't know how close it would be. To uh, It was just like, it's good timing because Ben was going to go down this weekend to drop off some oh. rolls of film anyway that he's getting developed anyways. Oh, fair. So that makes sense. while I was going there, I'll just pass him on so he can drop mine off and then he'll be going back down to pick his up so nah that makes a lot of just sense pick mine up too while he's there so yeah oh for sure for sure yeah it's a good idea just, just easier doing it that way so i'm gonna see on the map here i do intend to go into um above ground art supplies when we're there mm. at the ago Okay, it's like a eight minute. Is it? It's two kilometers. The camera store, the camera store that I'm thinking of, which is downtown camera. I don't know if that's the one that ben I believe goes that's to. the one. Yeah, at uh, sure. Queen Street. It's uh, what is that? Queen and Church. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, go into above ground art supplies for sure. I haven't been there in a few years now. Two years, maybe. Yeah, I haven't been no, there. No, the last time, last time that I was in there in person was with you and Sean when yeah. we started fourth year. Yeah, exactly. It would have been the last time for me too. I haven't, haven't. Wow, gone close. That's three years. That's three years. Yeah, I know, right? Fuck. Without going to the magical, wonderful place of Copics. I want to get some Copics again so I can use them for, for work drawings. I need to get a, a black ink, like a black, like a special black one one ten or one one ten, um, refill ink. Mm. Maybe some Copic fine liners too. I don't know. Copic fine liners oh. you can find at Curry sometimes. Oh yeah, that's where I bought mine. That's where you got yours. I found polychromos pencils the other day mm. at an art store in Guelph at Wind Windham's or Wind Windman's something like that art store in Guelph, and they had off just a full rack of the polychromos Prismacolor pencils. And that's the only place, obviously, other than other than Above Ground that I've actually seen them. Other than online, obviously, yeah. At least as individuals, because I think Michaels sells the sets, but the sets are like starting at like 72 pencils, which is like a billion dollars. So that's not going to happen. So, yeah, no, I will give high praise to that art store, too, in um, in Guelph, Wind Windham's, Windman's, something like that. Um, it was really good. It's a, it was a great great art store 
would highly recommend. It's also near um, a Balzac's coffee. So it's always a good time. And you can go there and get a coffee and just walk around the art store. That should that should be a vibe that I do. Just on a Saturday, just go out and get one there. That's a good idea. Um, earlier, my God, work email. Um, earlier, before we started talking, I saw this. I saw it earlier on LinkedIn, but I, I read a little bit of it, but I didn't pay much attention and. I guess you were perusing the good old LinkedIn before we started this and um, Sam Offsowitz from the Crown Unfiltered podcast has decided to cease and end the podcast, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. As I read it, it felt, I'm more sad that this is ending than the queen died. And this is that's only because this had more impact on me than the queen ever did that I'm like directly aware of mm. and have nothing against the queen, but. I didn't know her personally at all. Um, but yeah, so I think, I guess he's, uh, after this, after, is it after this week's episode? Yeah. After this week's episode. Yeah. will be the last one of the, uh, the crown unfiltered. I remember, uh, I remember finding it and then sending it to you, I guess in the early days of this podcast as well. And then like listening through it and going back and it was very nostalgic and thinking back about it now, like the amount of time that I spent listening to all those episodes is just absolutely nuts. Crazy. Listened. I think I listened to the Anders warming episode when I drove and I had to drive from Aurora to Tottenham to go to a Staples to scan sketches for my BRP interview because all the Staples around us were closed for in-person service because it was like peak second wave of the pandemic and people were dying left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. And driving to my first day at Earthscape, I listened to this one. Yeah, very nostalgic. Doing all the Polestar stuff last year, the Polestar Design Challenge, listening to it. Do you have a favorite favorite episode of his that you can recall? I, I feel he had a lot. Maybe it's cheesy to say, but maybe I feel like the first one I ever listened to, maybe. Do you remember who that was? Um uh was it Paul House? Oh, the McLaren guy? McLaren designer. He was one of two people to design the P one. Oh yes. He d- he does like the watercolor. Yeah, he does the watercolor Style. stuff now. Yeah, yeah, you can buy. Yeah, he sells watercolor uh, renders of cars. That is cool. Yeah, I, I, so that one I think that one has a special place. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, um, Ash Thorpe one too. Yeah, anything Ash Thorpe's on, I'm just like kind of hard. a bias because I'm like, yeah. That's that's guy's fucking one of the best. I was thinking about him as we were watching Alien as well, because he had an ep- he has an an episode of his podcast where him and his friend watch the movie and talk about it. And I listened to that not too long ago, maybe a couple months ago, back in May or June or something. Mm. Um, and hearing all his commentary about it was really interesting. Man, this cat is nuts. It's like trying to get out the door. 
Um, yeah, one thing, one thing from, I'd say my favorite Crown Unfiltered podcast is Anders Warming, Ash Thorpe, and Ian Cartabiano, who's the the Lexus Toyota concept studio in mm. France, ED squared, I think it is. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I just have a vivid memory of listening to his episode and it was like butt fuck cold outside, like negative 25. Um, and it was just a really good episode. Uh, I think I listened to that a few days before starting off site too, actually come to think of it. Um, but yeah, one thing that he said, uh, um, in his, in his like he wrote like basically wrote a bunch of paragraphs and stuff and posted it on 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 LinkedIn. Um I mean all of it really. Uh but where he says this brings me to the embarrassing knowledge that I had planned a few weeks ago to end on episode one hundred and it turns out he's already done a hundred and he's gonna end on a hundred and two. <laughs> um and he says, Don't quote me on that. In fact, don't quote me on anything. And I think it's that type of like self-deprecating, honest personality that makes the podcast so amazing. Obviously, the insight that everybody has and like the, the people that he has on, the professionals mm. get to share is obviously very valuable. But having a host who I think is comfortable being uncomfortable and is aware that they're not the strongest but owns that and think to go back to Belinda, like does what he does with conviction, even if he's not being like written about in articles or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what, that's what makes it very special. It's one thing that I was thinking of when, when he started, it was like, this guy can't, it's so hard for him to just talk. He just stumbles and mumbles over his, over his own words, just trying to get a, a question out but that becomes part of the show and part of the enjoyment of it. And now like I laugh along with it. It's going to be sad. Yeah. I mean, that was one thing that I think was just cool. You know, at the start of every episode, it says, right. He's like, I'm not a, not a journalist, not a, you know, yeah. What does he say? Public speaker or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. You know, don't expect this to be like perfectly flowing and me to connect questions seamlessly and seem really yeah. confident in talking stuff like that. Cause like, that's not what his background is. His background is like what we did, right? It's the designer mm-hmm. bo- background. It's communicating enough <laughs> as like a presentation, you know, but like, he's not a journalist. He's not an interviewer. He's not, yeah, he's not a he's radio not host. Trained. He's not a, you know, and yeah. he has no idea what he's doing. Yes, exactly. And that's a direct quote. That's exactly. a direct quote. Yeah, it's it's going to be sad to see it go, but I'm curious. I think kind of like how we decided to cut back a bit on it, where like you, you say no to some stuff to say yes to other stuff, is I'm curious as to what he's going to do next. <laughs> like him and Klaus, I guess Klaus is his producer. Yeah. But like what by ending this what does that allow him to do 
going forward. He did I'm say, curious. he's like, don't worry, we will be working on some cool shit in the future. Yeah. Um, Possibly, if I was to make a guess on the Ash Thorpe episode not too long ago, they were talking about, um, like, having like an online educational platform. Oh yeah, <laughs> and because they were talking about like the one Ash Thorpe is a part of, right? Is a Learn Squared. Learn Learn Squared. Yeah. Um, and Ash Thorpe's not a part of that anymore. No, he's not. He's not associated with it. Um, and Sam had said in the episode that he had thought about doing something very similar and had ideas on how he would run such a thing. That would be cool. So maybe, maybe, just just maybe. Uh... And again, it would be kind of cool if he could set something up because he already has a connection with all these like really like massive car designers that he's had on before. Probably the biggest names. The biggest names, hundred percent. Biggest names that are still alive. Yeah, the only one I don't think he's had on is like that. I would love is like Sasha. Sasha, yeah, because he's obviously still alive. Um, and it'd be cool to. I forgot the guy's name, but the 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 young guy who's like the lead designer of like special projects at Bugatti. Who's like fucking? Did did he have him on? No, I don't think so. Sam Livingstone had him on the um, or not Sam Livingstone? Sorry, um, was it Car Design News or some journalist guy? Right. Form Trends. Form, Form trends. trends. The Form Trends guy had him on. Um the guy the young kid from bugatti i don't mm. know his name yeah i don't know his name he had him on his podcast and i listened to it it wasn't very long it was like 30 minutes because mm. um, he gets paid ball sacks amount of money yeah. Uh, yeah. an hour um yeah i i haven't heard i don't think i've heard sasha on an episode anywhere though i don't think so either but you know He's already got like really good connections, so maybe there's a way to like incorporate, you know, these people it, into what he's doing. Yeah, maybe not, but I mean, maybe maybe it's like a offsite model where it's all done remote, and you have these instructors come in to teach a class that's maximum ninety minutes long, and you do that, and you you go from there and. It's say it's twelve weeks, six weeks, one week break, and then another six weeks, and you do tasks. And I, the the idea that I have in my mind that I'm building up around it is that it's like an offsite for car design, mm. basically. That's how I'm picturing it. Pretty in my good. Head, which I would do, depending on how much it costs, because there's no way it'll be free. <laughs> no, but it can't be anywhere close to. What it be? What it would cost to go to school for it, anyways? As an international no. student, that's true. Like, well, unless you're a German citizen, you go to Forzheim and it's all free. It's all paid for. Other than that, Isn't, it's like you know. I thought tuition for international students in Germany was free. No, they're trying to bring 
more people. Oh, I mean, maybe they change it, but it's, I know it's only like if you're a citizen, like it's domestic. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. It's definitely not free. Yeah. Same thing with like, you may have, right. I think if you're like, yeah, if you're a Swedish citizen, you're in the, you're, you know, you live there, that's free, free tuition. But if you come over there as an international student, you got to pay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it doesn't seem to be as expensive as like we would think from here, a master's it's us, but it, it ranges. So it's anywhere from four and a half to 17 and a half us dollars per year. That's obviously in the thousands. Um, yeah. So that would obviously vary. So, well, yeah, I think the auto one's a bit higher too. I remember looking at like, for sure. It's like RCA transportation design. It's like two years and tuition alone for international was like almost 50 K a year. Yeah. It was fucked. So I know a lot more like similar. I mean, art center is even more fucked. Yeah. They say like, you know, when you're finished there, you're going to have like a over quarter of a million debt, Mm -hmm. which is mind blowing. But but yeah, I feel like that would actually like benefit the industry, benefit from something like that. If it was good. It's just, it's making it more accessible, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, that's the important part is to make that type of education and that type of knowledge, not even just education, but that type of knowledge accessible Yeah. to the general, like the average person. Because right now it's it's not like we only know the little bit that we do from that podcast and from Bruce and Ken and that's kind of it. So it's Yeah. Uh, There's not many, especially hearing like those people he's had on like talk yeah. about what they do. It's it's hard to get that. Mm-hmm. Carzine's already like a really tiny industry and some of the brands are so secretive and like it's almost like they don't let the designers out very much. So it's like yeah. you don't you don't really see many, you know, interviews with them. It's only the big ones. Like you might see one with what's his balls? That guy you like from BMW. Anders Warming. Anders Warming. Yeah. Or like I think he's a Ash Thorpe. Now. Even though he's not yeah. maybe a traditional car designer, but like really but big names like that you'll get, but like a lot of the other ones who are really talented have done some really sick stuff, but it's not as like, I don't know, the industry is still small. It's hard to get that really good information. That's why the podcast is really nice, right? Because mm. you have some pretty yeah. insightful words of wisdom. Very much so. I used to like take notes on some stuff when I was like trying to get was intentionally trying to get something out of out of listening to an episode i was uh i remember taking notes like in my sketchbook and stuff and Mm. yeah it's it's wild that now it's uh it's air quotes over i mean the episodes are always going to be there unless he decides to take them off but they'll always be there it's always going to be a a piece of uh information you can go back and and reference and listen to so it's gone, but it's not forgotten. Not to make you super sad. 
Yeah, hopefully it's good. It'll be something it'll, else. It'll come back or something. I don't know. Something else will come back. And uh, yeah, I think that wraps out a pretty fantastic episode. Coming up on on the thirty minute mark, it's like a, it's officially dark outside, and I can't can barely see across the street from mm. the fog. It's it's a big vibe. And I think I'm gonna go make myself a hot chocolate. Oh yeah, that feels good. Because I'm a fiend for hot chocolate. Absolute addict. So uh, if you enjoyed this episode, send us an email to hi about the process podcast at gmail.com. You can also send an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com. And you can also visit our website, www.bigdesigncompany.com. And Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We will see you on Friday. Peace. Process.